Marketplace is produced in association with the University of Southern California. On the broadcast today, Edward Snowden and global trade. Really. The economic virtues of local television also. Really. And the secret to author James Patterson's success. Just write what people want to read. Really. From American Public Media, this is Marketplace. Make it a working lunch. Listen to the Marketplace Midday Update podcast for the day's top business headlines. Subscribe on iTunes or at Marketplace.org slash podcast. From the Frank Stanton Studios in Los Angeles, I'm Kai Rizdal. It's Monday, the first day of July. This is the Marketplace podcast. Good to have you with us. This is, by the way, day eight of Edward Snowden's extended stay at Moscow Sheremetyevo Airport. He's apparently looking to stay in Russia for a while as well. Mr. Snowden applied for political asylum there last night. Meanwhile, Der Spiegel, the German news magazine, has published another batch of NSA documents that Snowden has admitted leaking, and they have touched a raw nerve in several European capitals, allegations that the U.S. has been bugging dozens of foreign embassies. They are none too happy about that in Berlin and Brussels, and especially Paris, where French President François Hollande says the revelations could threaten the planned multi-billion dollar U.S.-EU free trade deal. Really? From the European desk in London Marketplace's Stephen Beard gets us going. The anger seems genuine. Politicians across Europe appear to be hopping mad. Giva Hofstadt is a leading member of the European Parliament. He says bugging, hacking and eavesdropping, you don't do that to your friends. Normally you do it with uh, the, the, the Russians, like in the past. You do it with the Chinese, you do it with the North Koreans, uh, you, you name it. But, but not between friends. Europe's been betrayed, said the French President François Hollande, and unless America guarantees the spying has stopped, Europe should pull out of the EU-US trade pact. Could the deal be in jeopardy? Trade attorney Jim Killick. Well, I think there's so much positive benefit to be gained by both sides in economic terms that I'd be very surprised if the talks just stopped now. The free trade deal could generate $600 billion a year and create more than a million new jobs in both the U.S. and in Europe. Is a spy scandal really going to put that at risk? In the big scheme of things, I don't think they should disrupt the talks. Indeed, some question whether the European anger over Snowden's revelations is genuine. Sir Christopher Mayer is a former British ambassador. I suspect that in Paris and in Berlin, if you dug very, very deeply to find out what their intelligence services were up to, you might come up with revelations as exciting as those as Edward Snowden has revealed to um, Der Spiegel. The European anger may be for public consumption. It may be designed to wrong-foot the US ahead of the trade talks, but the talks seem likely to go ahead. In London, I'm Stephen Beard for Marketplace. Today's corporate news comes to us courtesy of the Tribune Company. No, it's not news of bankruptcy, from which Tribune emerged just six months ago. Nor is it news of Tribune selling off its flagship newspapers, the Chicago Tribune and the Los Angeles Times, about which there has been much speculation of late. No, today Tribune bought itself a whole bunch of television time, a $2.7 billion deal for all 19 stations, owned by a company called Local TV. It would make Tribune the biggest commercial television station owner in the country. Now, why, might you wonder, invest in old media like local television? Marketplace's Stacey Vanek-Smith reports there is a new media twist to this story. The deal would give Tribune top stations in markets like Denver and Cleveland. 
TV is big business these days. Last month, Gannett made an offer for 20 local stations, and media giant Sinclair has been acquiring them as well. Rick Edmonds is a media analyst with the Pointer Institute. The business has really done very well, especially in an election year like last year. And stations have a more regular source of revenue now, says Edmonds. So-called retransmission fees, and basically that's the cable companies paying the local stations for the right to carry them. Retransmission fees are expected to bring in about $3 billion this year. Of course, TV is struggling with its role in the digital age and declining audiences, just like newspapers are. And to deal with that, bigger is better, says media analyst Ken Doctor. The ability to offer national advertisers better packages helps them on the sales end. Selling ads across TV stations and newspapers, it will also give Tribune more bargaining power to squeeze higher fees out of cable TV operators, says Doctor. What it gives them is really scale.